0: Well, hello again, and welcome to Wake Up With Casey. I'm Kimberly, and for this uh, episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, the limited beliefs that I keep talking about on my podcast and, and, and now on my show, I'm going to go really dig deep on this, because the limited beliefs, the mental programmings, and the emotional energetic traumas, you know, how does that affect us? You know to grow evolve and learn and I have a wonderful guest today her name is Candy Graves and she is a healing uh, practitioner in such a unique way that deals with epigenetics and how it can help us transform and let go of those limited beliefs, mental programmings, and those emotional energetic traumas. So please welcome Candy. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, hello. It's a <laughs> wonderful day, and I'm so happy to have you here. And I've been waiting patiently to talk about my favorite topic of epigenetics and how it can help us with our emotional energetic traumas. But, um, before we get into that, can you please share with us a little bit of your background?
1: Sure. Um, well, it all really started for me, um, when when I was born addicted to a drug addict mother and, um, from there you know i had a, um some pretty um pretty definite and distinct uh traumas for lack of a better way to say it you know to overcome in my childhood so my um my family of origin was incredibly dysfunctional although when we when my especially my mom when my mom walked through the threshold of the front door out into the world she turned into a different person and I always was I as a child and growing up I was always I always watched her and thought what is happening like and like most children do we we decide oh well I must be doing something Mm -hmm. I must be doing something wrong or I'm not doing something you know, good enough, or I'm, or or I'm not doing it right, and so we do internalize that, unfortunately. And I was no different. I certainly did that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then fast forward in my life, I'm married. I have three little boys, and I discover um, my oldest son using drugs at age 13. And I had taken my life in a completely different direction. So when I discovered this i was i was angry (laughs) and i was angry at god because i said wait a second hold the phone this was not supposed to happen to me so anyway that's kind of the the foundation and then i can you know i know uh, if you have other questions for me you can ask uh, but i can i can expand on that
0: okay well You know what? What were you doing before? I guess career-wise, and you you had this like I guess aha moment or a self-realization of wait, I I I, I'm more into this, and and it like transformed or got a passion or something that led you to what you're doing now.
1: So. I have never I have never known myself any other way than passionate about healing and particularly in a non medicinal setting I was always looking <laughs> I was always looking for the natural remedy always looking for a way to to do it without medication and you know i my mom had depression and anxiety um, she was a prescription pill addict so i stayed completely away from from medications um so much so that you know i could swallow an aspirin <laughs> or a tylenol or something and right there it would stop i could not get it past this point and I knew that, you know, because they scoped my throat and oh, there's no problem, but I knew that it was emotional. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been on a path um, really for the whole of my life um, and very passionate about finding uh, the answer that isn't in a pill bottle.
0: Uh, that's very good you know (laughs) analogy of you know the answer's not in the pill bottle Mm -hmm. or you know the drinking bottle um and you know how did you transform your life to where you you're now doing as a practitioner you do study and research and like when did that all come about to
1: Right, so And probably,
0: what can you share?
1: Yeah, so going back to that picture I started to paint for you where I'm, you know, my oldest son is 13 years old and I discover he's using drugs. And I was like, okay, this, this was not the direction my life was gonna go because my mantra <laughs> in my mind was, I don't wanna be like my mom. I don't wanna be like my mom, <laughs> right? Over and over again. And I wound up like her in that I passed on the, um, the tendency or the proclivity for addiction. Now Mm -hmm. the the first time I ever walked into a 12 step group, the first thing they told me was you didn't cause it, you can't control it and you can't cure it. And in my mind, I thought "Mm, that's not true. (laughs) And and so I just listened politely but it it just even made my appetite and my thirst for it even stronger because I am not a rocket scientist however when you see my mom on this side of me then there's me and then I have these two drug addict sons on this side of me I'm I'm in between those two generations. So I knew I just absolutely knew with every part of me that I had some peace to it, that I had done something to pass it on. And that is exactly what led me into, um, understanding epigenetics. And I actually wrote, um, a, a protocol, um, it's i call it the epigenetic uh, protocol and it diminishes trauma up to and including ptsd in a matter of seconds and we do this with a in a non uh, or a content free approach which means that you don't um have to relive your trauma and i don't get secondary ptsd from hearing what happened to you um and so and that particular, uh, there was a modality I learned about six years ago. And then in that time frame, in the past six years, I've written the protocol that utilizes that particular modality, but lots of other different things that I've learned along the way that I've pulled in. So I've, you know, I've been, I've been in practice over 20 years and, um, um, I should be living under a freeway under overpass somewhere, (laughs) given, you know, given the the circumstances that and the challenges that I was given to overcome. Um, So let me do you mind. Can I share a a story that really just paints the picture?
0: Absolutely. Go for it.
1: Okay, so. I recognize or understand now that my 13 year old son is using drugs. And I, to say that I was angry, angry was, is an understatement. I have, I have never felt so much rage. And it, it really was at God because I had taken my life in a direction where I felt like I, I had found the truth and I had found the, all the answers. And so, and, the problem was i was living this life and it was working for me but it wasn't allowing you know expression for my children they they were under this very you know heavy hand so to speak um and so as i moved forward and and um th- there was there was an event that sort of uh, kept happening and I'll, I'll share what that is so like any good father on a Mother's Day, that father wants to gather those children around and honor their mother and his wife. And that that was true of my husband. Um, and year after year on Mother's Day, he would go to great lengths to um, make sure that I was honored. <laughs> and... Um, it always turned out terribly. (laughs) I literally became the wicked witch of the West. And it got to the point where my husband would approach me and he would say, like a couple weeks before he'd say, okay, mother's day's coming. (laughs) And he'd say, can you be nice? And I, this was my explanation. I just said, Oh, more than anything i want to be nice but have you ever heard of the movie called the invasion of the body snatchers oh yeah okay i've i mean i've never seen the movie but i
0: <laughs> that,
1: yeah. that title really spoke to me that is exactly what was happening to me there was something in me seeking expression And it really felt as if I was not completely fully in my body. And yet I didn't know, I had no idea what was happening to me. And so Mother's Day would come and I was an absolute witch flying around on my (laughs) broom. And then, you know this feeling inside of me subsided as the day ended and then we were back to normal again. And in normal was, you know, still a pretty stressed out uptight kind of a individual. Um, mm-hmm. cause I hadn't really dealt with all of my childhood trauma. Well, so you understand, right? So yearly this would happen. So, yep. then, um, So then, you know, fast forward, and I'm taking a a year long course in emotional release. And I had an event begin to surface. And this, so this particular event, I had completely repressed. I had no memory of it whatsoever. And as it began to bubble up, I call it, sort of find itself, uh, its way to the surface. I was able to fully see and understand that event, and ultimately, I was able to he- heal it with a uh, with a modality I still love and use, which is called uh, neuro linguistic programming or NLP. Mm-hmm. And it's very effective. Um, it's I consider it the slow boat to China, <laughs> um, especially especially knowing the epigenetic technique that I do now. Um, mm-hmm. however, sometimes it's really, you know, it's very, uh, every person that sits in front of me, I get an intuitive read with them and on them. And I'm able to know exactly what modality actually is, will be the most beneficial for them. So sometimes NLP is certainly on the docket. Well, um, I'm curled up in the fetal position <laughs> you know early on as this particular event r- found expression and i was able to remember everything about about the event and then let's you know a little drum roll right uh, and if you remember paul harvey the rest of the story is that uh, well let me tell you about the story first so what what surfaced for me was Um, My mother attempted suicide, and I was nine years old, and my sister, just older than me, uh, was 16, and so uh, because, obviously, my sister was able to drive, uh, and I wasn't, we were able to get my mom, um, picked her up, the two of us, and walked from her bed out down the hall, through our living room, and out the front door, and we put her in the car. Um, my sister obviously drove, and my sister just told me, you know, to hop in the back seat with my mom, and what my sister told me was, she said, help her. <laughs> well, I'm nine years old. My mother's face is swollen probably three times its normal size, and it's blue, and it this was a very You know scary thing for a nine-year-old and and um i honestly did not know what to do but i heard and felt this information just sort of drop into my brain and so what i did is i put my hand in her mouth and i pushed her tongue down and over to one side and that was the information i got and that information certainly helped because she began to pink up a little bit. And now we had a 20-minute drive to the closest hospital. And so I did that for 20 minutes as we drove my mom to the hospital. Wow. Now, this was, you know, this was 100 years ago. Not, not really. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but um, but do, do you recall when I said we walked through the living room and out the front mm-hmm. door? So sitting on the couch was my dad behind a newspaper. And he sort of turned the corner of the newspaper down and and saw what we were doing and then quickly flipped the newspaper back. Now, when, when I had that remembrance and that awareness that that's what my dad did, everyone that's ever worked with me around this event has said to me, Okay, so let's talk about the anger that you have at dad. And I said, no, (laughs) I I don't have any anger at dad, none. I knew exactly how he felt. And more than anything, I wanted desperately to join him on that couch. Because that little nine-year-old girl had a secret. And it was a secret even to me until all of this came forward. But the secret I had was that that little girl actually wanted her mother to die that day. And I had made a decision about myself that only terrible, horrible, awful people (laughs) want their own mothers to die. Um, But my mother uh, inflicted (laughs) a lot of pain into my life. And I I knew what my dad was thinking. I knew what he was feeling. And I wanted more than anything to join him on the couch. I I wasn't angry at him. So here's where the drum roll comes in. And the rest of the story is um, that event took place on Mother's Day.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: Yes. So um, crazy to to have this awareness as well. My oldest son was born on May 7th, and we brought him home two days later on Mother's Day. Two years later, my second son was born two weeks early on May 13th, Mother's Day. Whoa. (laughs) So I have this. I had i had this in, just incredible almost cosmic experience going on around this date and um today i have total recall of the event i know exactly how the day played out the only difference is that the older version of me the the parent I was able to reparent that little girl because that little nine-year-old didn't have anybody to tell, gee, you know, why are we trying? I had a 16-year-old sister barking orders at me, telling me what to do, and I didn't know I had a voice and could say, um, I, let's not take her to the hospital.
0: right. <laughs> no there
1: was no, our to, misery. no, I was, there was no way that was going to happen. But that piece where my dad just watched us in, in complete and utter disgust at my mother. And I totally understand that. So reparenting is also a really powerful tool that I assist clients with and teach clients to be able to reparent various parts of the, of themselves Um, in order to um, have a different perspective and see the actual truth. Is the truth that this little nine-year-old girl was a terrible, horrible, awful person? No, that wasn't Mm. the truth. The truth was it was a little girl whose needs were not met. And that's all she really wanted was to have her needs met and to be loved, especially by this mother who was for the most part, 99% of the time, (laughs) she was, she was unconscious. And um, so epigenetics (laughs) plays a role in my awareness and understanding that while, you know, a 12 step program told me you didn't cause it, you can't control it, you can't cure it. I sat here with an absolute knowing (laughs) that, That was not true. Now, cause it. Am I the original cause? No. And here's why. Um, We are all cooked in energy soup. So the, the, the energy of my parents that quite you know, quite honestly came together because of familiarity and because it felt comfortable or quote normal to them to come together. And what I'm saying is, you know, my mom came from a long line of alcoholics. My dad, um, his father was a, a very angry and actually very mean alcoholic. And so those two came together not by accident, <laughs> not at all by accident, but mm-hmm. by by energy. And so, did I actually cause um, my children's issue? No, I didn't cause it. But um, it's it's like it's like standing in front of two mirrors and the mirrors are facing each other. And I don't know if you've ever done that, but but what it provides is this. Um,
0: Uh,
1: Yeah. Ripple effect. And it goes on forever. So it's like standing in front of those two mirrors and having the understanding that, well, while I didn't do what I did on purpose, neither did my parents because my parents were a product of their parents who were a product Mm -hmm. of their parents. Right. And it goes on and on. So the truth is blaming just be lames us right to blame is to be lame which means we can't move forward we have to take accountability and responsibility and i can and i can ultimately do that and i have um and that's what that's what really i believe my children gave my children a chance to have sobriety today um because of me taking accountability and responsibility so i didn't necessarily cause it but i certainly had a part in passing it on but you pass things on to your daughter your mm-hmm. children every one of us has it's impossible to have for us to have done it any other way and that's because of energy So I love, um, I posted on my Instagram, uh, it's it's a really cool picture, sort of depicting the chakras and talking about epigenetics. And I love this. Let me just read it to you. It says, we are not controlled by genes like computer programs are controlled by code. This is a a fallacy propagated by Darwinian-based scientism for almost two centuries. Genes are a biological tendency for expression. Changing our state of consciousness can influence or even change completely the tendency for expression. When we do this, our, quote, code can actually be rewritten and a different manifestation can be expressed, and then and then I love this. We are not the code; we are the writers of the code. I wow. love that.
0: <laughs> well, so, you you talk so. about the the mirror, you know, looking at the mirror and everything. And with my understanding and and what I came to realize through thanks to Greg Braden. Because he just like some phrase, some sentence that he said, and it caught my attention. And he goes, you know, we're all created of energy and, you know, thoughts and feelings create emotions, which creates energy. He goes, you were in your mother's womb. Everything she felt and experienced, you did, too, while in the womb. And I thought about that for a second. I'm like, yeah, but she was also in her mother's womb, too. And it goes back. It keeps that energy yes. just transfers and keeps going on until you wake up and realize that those toxic patterns, that energy from those. And then look at the history of timeline of all the wars back in and what everybody was experiencing. Oh, right. It, just, it keeps compiling until you wake up and like, yeah. oh, my God, that's when I had a self-realization when Greg Braden said that I was like, hold up. I'm like, how do I change that? I don't want, my, you know, my mom and my ancestors. <laughs> I'm going to be real bullshit. That's their stuff, not mine. <laughs> right, I want right. to live my life kind of thing. Yes. So what do you do to help transmute that? or um, well, it, retic- says
1: it, it says it right here, right? Consciousness can influence or even change completely the tendency. So I absolutely know <laughs> That my waking up to and understanding this idea of, well, one, my experience as a, as a nine-year-old saving my mother's life, and then fast-forwarding, I'm a young mother with children of my own, and I want nothing to do with them honoring me. And a big part of that is because the little girl inside of me knew she didn't deserve to be honored because she was this terrible, horrible, awful person, right? Well, it t- t- when we have awareness, we are halfway there. That's how, this is how it changes. And this gives us the opportunity to write it differently. We're not the code, we're the writer of the code. And so when I changed and took accountability and responsibility and said, okay, I no longer need to to live their life for them a real quick story my youngest my middle oldest son had been gone for he was 17 years old and we didn't know where he was for over two weeks he long story short I ended up being with him and I took this opportunity to take accountability and responsibility for what I could and this is what he said to me he said mom i never had to feel bad about anything i ever did and i thought about that for a second and i said why and he goes you did it for me and the second he said that (laughs) i had this overwhelming uh sense of i have just this truth has just been spoken and i said i said oh my goodness i'm so sorry you're right and and i just said i'm doing everything in my power to wake up to this pattern and then and and trust me i'm going to do everything i can to put this pattern behind me and and he literally was is just a product of my energy soup that I was cooked in, but also my my husband's energy soup. Mm-hmm. The two of us came together because we were flaming cl- codependence. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 you know it felt familiar. It felt comfortable. It felt like love. So think of the word familiar mm-hmm. uh, there are two words in that word family and liar mm-hmm. familiar whoa, liar. <laughs> whoa. that is a representation of the the generational patterns that get passed on and we've all we've all thought that it was gen- epigenetics that pass these things on let me read you this it says um so the study so epigenetics is the study of changes in organisms caused by modification and gene expression rather than alteration of the genetic code itself so epigenetics has transformed the way we think about genomes and a genome is all the inheritable traits of an organism so when we wake up (laughs) we we see it differently and then now we have a chance to do it differently so here's something i share with my clients all the time and let me share it with you so Mm -hmm. um so okay so kimberly just imagine that you and i are in we're part of an experiment we're in a room and there are scientists in the room and they have a box in the center of the room and they place before we enter the room they have placed a wave and a particle in that box so they know there's a wave and a particle in the box so Kimberly, you are introduced into the room, and you're told to open the box and tell us what you see. And you open the box, and you see a wave. Okay, thank you, Kimberly. And then Candy's invited into the room. Open the box, tell us what you see. I open the box, and I see a particle. Now, they did this over and over and over again, but what scientists were able to determine (laughs) is... That it was completely dependent on the observer. What we see depends mainly on what we look for. So, was I wrong? Were you wrong? No. But it is our proclivity or our um, pattern (laughs) that gives us the sight that we have that's why you saw a wave and i saw a particle both were in the box but you saw one thing and i saw another and so this is that idea of of epigenetics where we can change the writing of the code by what we see and we have to begin to look for what we actually want to see not what um, has always been there, right? Which is then just just accepting a default future. And the default future is literally the pat taking the past and throwing it on top of our future. And that's all we're ever gonna see unless <laughs> we decide to see it differently. And we have a waking up moment of, Holy crap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This, this, I have, I I have some, I have some skin in this game. I have some responsibility here and I need to, I need to take that responsibility. Is that, is that helpful?
0: Yes, it is. And And it goes to, to, to what I've been like educating in and enlightening others with is we keep repeating history over and over and over again, just different timeline, yes. like different years. Yes. And I'm like, we yes. got to wake up. This program's not working anymore. It's like being in a matrix, yes. like Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Right. Every day is the same day. And it's like, hello, we gotta wake up from this. <laughs>
1: right. Create a new
0: reality to where we all get along. It's a program. Yes. We gotta get out of it.
1: Yes. Yes. There you go.
0: I just so um <laughs> you have I, a
1: yeah, go ahead.
0: You have um a website, and yeah, so there's, there's, there's a there's like, course. Yeah. Share that with us.
1: Yeah. So, um, I have a couple of web- websites. My just regular website is called as you think you And as you think you are is my business name. Um, and then I've created another little website where th- this will allow you to go and, and, uh, capture a free, uh, a free mini course. Honestly, the mini course is just a history of energy healing. Um, And I kind of take you through, um, you know, kind of where it all started for me so many years ago, into what I'm doing now. And it's we make we can make so quick uh, the work that was so long and tedious uh, once upon a time. So that energy healing course is 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 exciting for you, and it's free, and it's at Beyond Belief Healings with an S. So beyondbeliefhealings.com. And um, part of the reason that's called Beyond Belief Healings is I've written a five-step process to help you to reprogram your subconscious mind. Um, And it's using positive affirmations, but in a way you have never thought of using positive affirmations. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow impressive
1: it's a way to sort of smoke out what's written there on the subconscious and we use positive affirmations to do that
0: <laughs> oh awesome yeah. um i i think i i put one of, i think i put that what um your website and the description for the oh, audience to be able to and then i'll add the other one as you think you are .com. Um, okay. Do we have a book about to be written
1: you? <laughs> well, not about to be. We're in the process of it's it's a it uh, about to be published. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah. someone told me that, to, hey, ask her about the book and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah Great. When, do you,
0: when do you expect to forage? Oh it to be my written? goodness.
1: You know, this year for sure. Twenty twenty one is the year it has to happen.
0: well congratulations what's the title
1: um still working on that um because what it's what it's doing is you probably you're going to end up learning way more about this particular person called candy than than you ever wanted to but it my my life has sort of served up for me um this lifetime, if you will, (laughs) has just served it up for me in such a profound way. And there are just certain things that I, I never had to even wonder about. I didn't even guess. It was just an instant knowing. And we call that pure intelligence. And I, I just had those experiences and obviously I, I never deny those. And I just take that and run with it. Um, So and and it's it's a journey to kind of get to that place where you are aware that those things are there and that you shouldn't ignore them and you need to move, you know, move quickly in that direction. So um, I use kind of my life as an outline to teach everything that I've learned and that I know. And then for you to be able to I'm very um, passionate about. Um, you know, you've heard a, a, a good mother works herself out of a job. Well, so does a good pattern-breaking energy therapy practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> work, herself, work herself out of a job. I want more than anything to empower you. Um, because the real work happens when you're alone at night with a pen and paper and you're able to just – to get get in there and write. And uh, that's um, and and I give you ways to 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 if you feel like you're stuck and you can't journal um, because I've been there certainly myself. And so um, it's I have some tips and tricks to help you to be able to have that writing flow. And it's really, really healing and important. So.
0: Well, I look forward to that book coming out so I can get it. (laughs) (laughs) and it'll be on your website when it comes out
1: it will yeah for sure
0: definitely so when when that book gets ready to be published i gotta have you on the show again so we can announce the the big publishing day to order that book (laughs) yeah for sure i want to thank you so much for sharing such good wisdom and sharing your story with with us candy i you're you're an amazing woman
1: well, I I've proved I can take a beating.
0: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are like very intuitive, and I guess have these, you know, the light workers or energy healers. They go through some hardcore shit. Yeah, and
1: I it, call it that. <laughs> uh,
0: it, I'm just being real. I mean, yeah. I with everything that I've been through and overcame, it's like, wow, I'm. You know, now I'm looking at myself like like you're one badass. Right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and I kept it
1: I kept it very G rated here today. So you're you're definitely gonna wanna read the book.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Tell (laughs) all Well my show's about honesty, authenticity, and just being real, you know, and the
1: only thing that works.
0: It is. I, I'm looking forward to everybody else joining in, you know. Like,
1: right, let's right. Come on, join this party for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, Candy, I don't want to take too much more of your time. I appreciate you being on you. the show. And Thanks. thank you for sharing your wisdom with us.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I'm i slightly passionate about it, so my passion. can
0: tell. Me.
1: You can tell. It shows. Good. Good. <laughs> Thank
0: you. You're welcome. Thank you. This is Wake Up With KC. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I hope this episode helped you. Join me every Monday and you can reach out and say hey at wakeupwithkc at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and talk to you next Monday for more amazing topics to share with you that you
1: don't want to miss.